0: In a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. (laughs) That was good. What do you think about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible
1: Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today.
0: Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. It's great to have you here for yet another episode. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And today, Peter, uh, we are going to continue our discussion yeah. on our Mount Rushmore series. I'm looking forward to it. Are you really looking forward uh, yeah. to it? What yeah. was the last? Uh, what was your favorite Mount Rushmore thing that we've done so far?
1: Uh, I guess where you uh, kind of, sort of apologized to me. That was probably the, the standout conversation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know the thing—the thing that's really fun about this is we don't script any of this. No, we, I'm sure they can tell. <laughs> <laughs> we don't script what What's really cool is that uh, we'll, we'll get a verse, yeah. and then we, I'll go home and study. You study. Right. We come together. And sometimes it's just magic, and then sometimes it's, <laughs> it's not. not magical. <laughs> but we have a, a great time talking about the, the Word of God, and uh, I think that's the, the key here. You know, really, the the
1: title of the podcast says it all. We we went through several titles. What are we going to call this thing? Right. And and I think it, it. You know, we're just two brothers in in Christ, and we
0: just both love the Bible mm-hmm. and. Uh, we just want to talk about it. That's exactly what we're going to do. So today is our second verse from uh, Sarah. Yeah. I introduced Sarah to you on the last podcast. Yeah. And uh, so this is her other uh, Mount Rushmore verse that she sent me, and it's a good one. It is a good one. It's a real good one. It's Proverbs chapter 3, uh, verses 5 and 6. Do you have that in front of you there, Peter? I happen to. Yes, okay.
1: I do. It do says, do uh, NIV uh, translation, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Oh, that's so
0: good. So good. So I asked uh, the question, because yeah. we, we like to know why. It's got to be a why. It's got to be a why. Why is this on uh, Sarah's Mount Rushmore? Mm-hmm. And the reason she said was uh, this verse, or these two verses, uh, help me remember my faith because life is crazy. Ah, uh-huh. okay. And so when when life does get in the way, which yeah. it will, right? Um, she goes to this particular Mount Rushmore verse to remind her that you know it's her faith is what's going to get her through. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about uh, today. And one of the things that I just jumped off the page right off the get go was the word trust. Yeah. And so when you trust someone. Uh, it, that is a very special type of, is it an emotion? I guess is or is that? A-
1: yeah, I would I would put it in that category. Yeah. I mean it's uh it's it certainly
0: has emotional ramifications. Right, right. Uh, trust implies both uh, the decision to trust God, but also the commitment that's uh, this is going to be a habit forming mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. So when we think of this trust in the Lord, yeah, it's it's not just that I'm going to believe what he says it's that I'm also going to have a habit or begin a habit of trusting. Okay. Because that's the part that takes a little bit of work. Don't you think?
1: Well, yeah. You know, I, I think the word trust and, and regardless of what relationship it is, trust says, i I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you're my go-to, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're my number one, you're, you're my wingman, whatever you want to call it. But so if trust is going to imply that it's going to be a dependency, yeah, I mean, you're, you're my person, and so that trust is,
0: and then it's not just trust, but it's with all my heart. Right, right, and we can't forget that. No. And we've talked about that on several uh, previous po- podcasts. Yeah. We've talked about the heart. So when you become a follower of Jesus and you trust in him, there is an aspect that I'm going to make a habit Right of trusting in Him, mm-hmm. and and I thought that was a great trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding is the very first part of this.
1: Yeah, and see, and I, you know, he he lays it right out. Uh, you know, it, we've got a choice, mm-hmm. and and it's hard to trust in God because we don't know what He's going to do, mm-hmm. we don't know what He's thinking, and so a lot of times it's easier for us to lean on our own understanding. Oh yeah, it, it's really it's a matter of faith versus sight. Mm-hmm. You know, do you believe in what you can't see or do you stick with what you see or think you perceive because God sees it in a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Solomon's telling us that, that you know, we need to trust in God with all our heart because our own understanding is going to be deceptive. It's going oh, to be limited.
0: It's going to be limited and it can let you down. Absolutely. It can absolutely let you down your own understanding. Yeah. Uh, do you think... I'm just throwing this out there. Do you think this is part of the, your own understanding? Do you think that's what leads to divisions in church sometimes? I think it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah because we all
1: have our own take, mm-hmm. uh, and there's there's things that we view as more important than other things, and and so I think that is where we we polarize ourselves, right? In in churches because of that kind of thinking.
0: Yeah, and Jesus, you know, in the garden prayed that we all be one. Yep, and and I think it, maybe he was thinking about this verse. They're going to lean on their own understanding. Yeah. And, and, you know, I need to pray to God that they'll all be one. Right. I don't know. I, that thought just now came to my yeah, head. I didn't I have it written down or anything. Uh, you don't have um, – one of the things that in my, my study, when you become a follower of Jesus, uh, it, it's, that, it's that habit forming trust mm-hmm. again. Um, I don't think that trust is instantaneous. No. No. Like any relationship, you got to
1: work at it. Right. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, telephone conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, hopefully as you grow in a relationship, you don't ever answer the phone. Who is this? You know, you know who it is. Right. You know, of course we've got caller ID on our cell phones now. So it's not like it was back in the day where it was just a phone. Right. But if you're in a relationship with someone, you never want to say, you know, who am I talking to? You know, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And so when we're in relationship with God, we should be able to discern this is, this is God's voice because we've heard it so often. We hear it so clearly. And so the, the more we, we just trust him, Mm -hmm. I think the more we're going to
0: understand what he's telling us to do. Right. And and trusting with, uh, with our heart, Mm -hmm. uh, that's our most innermost being. Yeah. Uh, trusting him in that way, it, it's just beyond. Okay, I believe what he says. Right. It, it's that not only do I believe what you say is going to do, but I know what you say is going to happen.
1: Yeah, even though you can't see it,
0: right? You don't know when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but you are are trustworthy. You are trustworthy on that. Um, so let's see. Lean on, not on your own understanding, and um, all your ways submit to him. And he will make your paths straight. You know, that brought a question to my mind. Okay. Is, is,
1: you know, I think we have a habit, Robert, of, of saying, does, does this, is this worthy of me bringing to God's attention or not? Oh, okay. You know, I think sometimes we think, you know, this, I'm not going to bother God with the little stuff. Mm-hmm. I think this verse really lends itself to say, God really wants to know everything. Mm hmm. Uh, there is no small stuff with him, you know. And sometimes, uh, you know, I, I think we just, you know, feel like, well, God's got all these big things to worry about, so I'm not going to worry him about, you know, how am I going to pay this bill or mm-hmm. trying to find a parking space otherwise going to be late for work. Or, <laughs> right? But I, I think any time we just, you know, acknowledge that he is – you know, more all-knowing and understanding than we are. We're saying, God, I I don't have this. I mm-hmm. I can't do this. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. I need you to direct my path. Right. And even though you may say, well, this is this is just so trivial, I, I don't think it's
0: trivial in God's eyes. No, I don't think so either. I don't think anything that we do is trivial to Him. No. Uh, it could be trivial to us. Sure. Uh, but I don't think if it's a genuine concern, if it's something that we really want to talk to him about, I think he's open and ready to hear that. Yeah.
1: I remember one of my child education classes in seminary, you know, we talked about, you know, the, the, the fears, just fears that we have as human beings. Mm-hmm. And, and the teacher talked about how, you know, if you have a two-year-old and they're terrified of something that's sleeping under the bed mm-hmm. and... um uh, That that fear is just as real as a fear of a twenty-year-old. Right, fear is fear, and so you know a lot of times we just want to say, "Oh, you're nothing." You know, you're acting like a two-year-old because you're a Mm -hmm. two-year-old. But the reality is that's that's important to them, and Mm -hmm. we need to comfort them as though it's a it's a real fear, like fearing bankruptcy or something like that that an adult would face. And so uh, there's there's nothing trivial when we come to God and say. Father, this is on my heart. Uh, I'm, I'm burdened with it, and and He's not going to say, "Don't waste my time." Right, right. He's going to say, "You know, let's let's talk about it." Yeah,
0: it, it, it's, it's right there in verse six. In all your ways, yeah. submit to Him. Yeah, all not, your ways, not some. No, not the important ones. You just not the ones that don't feel like they're important. You just let me know what you're thinking. Yeah, well, tell me what. Submit all of your understanding to me. Right. Yeah, uh that kind of thing. So, and he will make your uh, path straight. So, the th- that part about making um your path straight. Yeah. Uh, is that the is that the verse that prosperity gospel You know, I think use?
1: some would want to, you know, I, you know, I I think the problem is a lot of times in our humanity, we want God to bless what we think are our steps. Oh yeah. You no, know, God, this is how I want to go. This is the how I want to work out. Would you just put your stamp of approval on it and and this is not what it's saying. If we're going to lean on him mm-hmm. instead of trusting our own understanding and if we're going to ask him to guide us, then we've got to be willing to take the path that he leads for us, not the path that we want to take.
0: Right. Boy, that that's a great way you've just put that because how many times have I said, "Okay, now now God, Here's the plan that I have here. Yeah, and uh, this, this is A, this right. is B, this is uh-huh. C. Yeah, and so if you would just make it happen in this order, please, 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 <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just make these things happen. Yeah. I'll be very, very happy. But the, you know, this verse, I think sometimes uh, that He will make your path straight. Kind of, we got to be careful with that. We really
1: do. Uh, we really do, because you know, it's what we're doing is if we don't understand. Uh, verse six. Then we're we're you know not understanding verse five. Mm-hmm. So if we're saying saying that we're going to trust him mm-hmm. and not lean on our understanding, and then we're saying, you know, in in the next verse that we're wanting our own destiny, our own path, our own success, our own right. whatever it is, then we're really not leaning on him. No,
0: but well, that's <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's right. I didn't even think of that part. We're not leaning on him at all. No, we've, we've gone back to our default setting right. of trusting in our own self. Right. Well, um, I, I wrote down uh, five things. Okay. Are you ready? I I, am. I read this. This is okay. not original with me, but this, I read, wrote down these five things uh, about trusting in the Lord. Okay. And what they look like. Okay? Uh, number one, giving your worries to God. Mm. So that, I mean, when you say trust in the Lord with all your heart, that's giving your worries over to Him. That's right. Um, second thing is uh, connecting with God regularly. Oh, okay. Um, trust is built over time. Trust is not an instantaneous thing. So by connecting with Him regularly and trusting Him, that that's a, a great way that you can you can build trust in the Lord. Right. All right. The third thing, uh, follow God's wisdom, mm. which is, yeah, <laughs> which is not easy for us to do. No, it's not. Uh, we we don't want to follow his wisdom oftentimes. No. Uh, number four, uh, live in community. Mm. Uh, that that's a, a thing that I read about. Getting into a church family. Yeah, uh, being it with people that are are, are church minded that are, are seeking God and seeking understanding. That is a great way to build trust. Mm-hmm. And the fifth thing is. Wait. Wow. That's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, God is a uh, God is always there, but he may not answer Yeah. when we want him to. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, I think if if we take the time to to look backwards, there's a lot of things that had God granted our request. Uh, we would be in a real pickle. <laughs> we would. Absolutely. We you know, would. I think there's times where God just wags his head and says, you don't know what you're asking for, mm-hmm. or you can't see it in, in the long run. You, you, you don't know what you want. You're, you're seeing this, and you're going, gimme, 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 mm-hmm. and you don't see how that's going to be a destruction to you or it's going to put you in a place where you don't want to be. And so it's trust me, wait, be patient, and and i'm going to bring good things to you. Right. You just got to wait.
0: It's what we do with our children. Yeah. You know, if if our children wants that candy bar oh, 10 man. minutes before supper, yeah. we're going to say no.
1: Yeah. I would hate taking my kids to Toys R Us. Every <laughs> aisle, can i can i i want i want, you know. And if i had been indulging as a parent and filled the cart, how, how much of that stuff would have meant anything to them? Oh yeah. And so our Father does the same thing. You know, we give these long lists of I want, I want, I want. And God says, you know, I want to give you what's
0: good for you rather
1: than what you want.
0: Than what you want. Well, I have really enjoyed uh, Proverbs 3, uh, verses 5 and 6. And I thank Sarah for uh, sending this as her Mount Rushmore verse. Any other thoughts that you uh, have on this? No, nah, she picked
1: two good ones. She I, did. I would challenge her to find two more. She's, <laughs> she's got two more
0: faces to carve, so find them, Sarah. <laughs> get out there and get that done. Yeah, but but a good start. Great <laughs> Absolutely. Verses. Great start. Well, listen, thanks so much for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. And I'm Peter Searson. And we appreciate you listening. Rate and review this podcast and listen to... Uh, to future podcasts that are going to be coming out. There you go. And that's great. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, God bless. We just want to thank everyone for listening to today's podcast. We really do appreciate it. And, Peter, we have a special announcement that we would like to make. That's right, Robert. We want to invite everyone
1: to come to New Song Praise Fest in Columbia, Tennessee on May the 4th. This is an all-day Christian music festival. And we would love for you to come and
0: enjoy the day. Oh, that's right. And Praise Fest has five acts coming this year, including Rhett Walker. And closing the night out will be the former lead singer of Third Day, Mac Powell. What sounds good. Well, consider this your personal invitation
1: to be with us at New Song Praise Fest on Saturday, May
0: the 4th. And for tickets and all other information that you may need, visit newsongpraisefest.com.